0: hey sisters do you feel like god is silent in this season that you're in maybe you're waiting on some answers the next steps some instruction and you don't hear anything trust me i understand and i got you covered i don't want you to grow weary just check out this episode and i'm going to share some things that i learned during this season of silence (music) Williams thank you for joining me for another episode here on refreshing the soul podcast on um, refreshing the soul it's where soul care is self-care um I'm laughing right now because I am just noticing this beautiful sign that I had made um that I looked over my family looked over we just love this little cute little frame that I put behind me for, um, filming for the video podcast. And I'm noticing it's missing an E It's refreshing without the E after the R. So if you're not, we're <laughs> not looking, you're not watching. Um, good for you, you know, now, but, I'm like, I'm not taking this sign down. I can get it reprinted next week, but for this week, y'all going to look at this sign and it's it's going to be misspelled, but I, I'm going to make sure I put it out there. So, you know, that I know that is refreshing is not spelled correctly, but I thought it was so funny. I was like, God, have your way today. I'm not going to get upset over a missing letter. You know, we make mistakes, uh, but I just thought it was hilarious. So it was a good way to start my podcast I'm I'm laughing because I just don't understand how I looked at this sign for so long and didn't realize it was missing the E. No one realized it in my family. I'm like, one of y'all should have caught this, but nobody caught it. So that's funny. But next week it will be spelled correctly. That's for sure. <laughs> um. Anyway, so how is your soul doing? How is your soul doing? How do you feel? What What's been going on this week? Have you stopped and taken a moment and taken a moment to really like sit still and be quiet and really deal with or process whatever may. Whatever it is that you may have felt, have you, um, even sat quiet and and thought about the things that you have accomplished or got done or some, some places, maybe you saw some improvement and growth. You know, we don't always have to sit with God when things are bad or when we need him or when things are, um, um, you know, out of control, we can sit with God when even when things are good, and just um, say, man, thank you, God, for giving me the strength um, to get through this day, I started off a little tired, but I asked for your strength. And I was able to work, come home, cook, help my kids with homework, um, put up put up the clothes, you know, um, that I just took out the dryer, like all those things. And that's something I just did. I'm like, man, God, you just keep giving me strength. Day by day by day, and I don't take it for granted. So, how is your soul doing? Are you thanking God? Are you celebrating? Are you um, talking to Him about the things that you are feeling Um, on this podcast? This is a podcast really to help you do that, to remind you that your soul matters to God more than anything. More than anything, where you know, right now, I'm kind of dipping into, um, the, uh, silence, the silence season, a waiting se- season. And we're going to be talking about peace in the silence. And a lot of times, um, there may be some silence in your life, or there's some things that maybe God is not saying at the moment, because there's some things you need to discover within you, what's going on in you. Um, I have this quote from Crystal Evans Hurst. I'm gonna pull it out right now, cause I feel like it's timely. And she said something that I was like, wow, this is so on point with what I want um, to talk about. But she said, silence allows me to hear myself. Solitude allows me to see myself. Again, silence allows me to hear myself. Solitude allows me to see myself. And so first I wanted to just say, you know, when we, when we're talking about silence, before we get into that, when it comes to refreshing the soul, you need silent time, silent moments so you can hear your soul. Sometimes we don't even know what's going on in our soul. We don't know where we're at in ourselves because of the noise outside of us because of the noise um even inside of us we're not hushing it we're not silencing it um we're letting thoughts roam around or we're not even taking the time to sit and be still be silent so we just one thing after another one thing after another one thing after another and one thing i would recommend if you know that's you start off with five minutes a day of just sitting in silence and really asking God to help you locate yourself and what it is that's going on in your soul. Or if you even know that, Hey, this has been troubling me lately. Sit still with that and think about it, process it, ask yourself, why am I feeling this? Why is this troubling me? Journal it out. I'm telling you, we have to be willing to do the soul work. We have to be willing to do the work on our soul. That's necessary. That's needed. Um, that's part of preparation season. That's part of the waiting season. You're not just sitting idly, but you're looking at the things within your soul, the things that you can grow and improve on the things that needs God's refreshing from his word. Where do I need to be renewed at in my soul? Um, but yeah, so that's just a little, um, I I love that quote that she said, it helps me hear myself. So don't allow noise to drown out, um, you, your voice, your inner, your inner man. What is it saying? Is it crying? Is it hurting? Um, You need to be able to hear you. Okay. And so let's just get into this um, episode. You know, in this month of November, we're talking about the gift of peace, the gift of peace. And last week, we talked about peace in the soul. And we came from the scripture, John 14, 27, where Jesus says that he gives us, he has given us and leaving us with a gift of peace. Um, but that's something that the world cannot give us. And we kind of broke down the world and what that could mean. Um, and I just, I just recommend you go back, listen to that episode. I'm not going to share all the details here. Listen to that episode. Doesn't matter which order you listen, listen to any of these episodes in, but I encourage you to listen to every episode in this series because they all kind of pinpoint on something different. So today we're going to talk about um, peace in the silence, peace in the silence. And and one thing I want to ask you: What could be the silence for you? What could be the silence for you? Are you are you in a waiting season and you have no clue whatever the next is? So silence to you may be: I don't know what's going on. I'm I'm I don't hear anything. I don't know the next step. So it feels silent to you because you're not hearing instructions from God. Um, Or, but it doesn't mean that God's not speaking. He's just not maybe speaking on a certain matter for you. Or do you not hear anything at all? Do you not hear God at all? Like maybe God is speaking to you or wants to speak to you in a different way, but you are kind of, you kind of grabbed hold to this one way of hearing from him and you're not hearing from him that way. Well, my sister, that last one was me. I have been going through this silent season with God. And I say silent. I had to be very careful with that because it's not that God was completely silent. Um, but he wasn't speaking to me in the way that I was used to speaking to um, him, speaking to me. Um, God was definitely um, trying to get me to a place of hearing him differently. So a lot of times I would sit with God um, in my prayer closet, my prayer time, and I would pray, I would thank him, I would talk to him, I would request things from him, and then I would be quiet. I would give him this space, and I'll always say, God, is there anything you want to say to me or speak to me? And a lot of times I heard God, and even if there were times that I didn't hear God, maybe the next day or after, or even in scripture, something would be revealed to me, and I would hear God. Um, I learned, I actually learned how to, um, to start asking God and giving him room to speak where I can hear my, in my spirit. I learned that from Joyce Meyer about seven or eight years ago. Um, and she said, Hey, prayer is not a monologue. It's a dialogue. So we, we pray, we talk, but then you let God talk. So I've been doing that for like seven or eight years. Right. And I noticed this year I'm doing that and I'm not hearing nothing and not only I'm not hearing nothing I'm not hearing anything day after day after day after day and I'm getting concerned I'm like God what is going on am I uh, was it me you know what what is going on so a couple of things definitely um, happened and transpired through that and um Before I get into just some of the, um, details and the things that God was, um, that God revealed to me, um, later on, I want us to take our time in this word and go to Mark 35 through 41, because the disciples kind of went through, um, a little silence with, with Jesus. And I feel like this scripture, the story is going to help highlight some things for you and better, um, reveal some of the things that God taught me as well. Okay. So come on, open your Bibles or open your phones, whatever you have. If you're driving, you can just listen in, but I encourage you go and read the scripture for yourself. um, after the podcast. So again, that's, this is Mark chapter four, verse 35. And I'm going to read down the first 41. All right. So I'm going to sip a little bit of my tea. And some of you may know, um, when I first started podcasting, I would always say something about I have my tea here. I have my blanket. I have, you know, all this stuff. I'm all comfortable because y'all couldn't see me. I was behind the mic. <laughs> now I'm in front of the mic and I stopped drinking and I stopped um, my blankets. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be me. I like to drink tea and this sets the mood when I'm talking about God and I'm in his scripture and I just love, I just like to be comfortable. I like to, this is how I do it. So this is what you're getting. Um, so grab your tea, grab your word and let's get in this scripture. All right. All right. So verse 35 says, as evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. Hmm. The disciples woke him up shouting, teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other, even the wind and waves obey him. So m- some of y'all may be familiar with the scripture and some of you may not, which is fine. So I'm just going to break down some things, um, from the scripture. Um, one of the things that stood out to me and I'll just, um, just point out, you know, so Jesus, first of all, he's the one who said, Hey, let's go to the other side. Right. And so they get in the boat as soon as they start to, um, go out. It says started out. They lit, let that the um, crowds behind, but soon a fierce storm came up. Right. And so Jesus is sleeping. Jesus is silent. He's not saying anything because he's sleeping. Okay. Jesus is at rest. He's in peace. He is sleeping. So he is silent according to the disciples. And the very first thing, of how the disciples reacted to Jesus not saying anything or doing anything, they said, don't you care that we're going to drown? And here, I just want to encourage you right now, if you are waiting on a next step, or if you feel like I'm in something and I'm drowning and I don't hear the voice of God, I don't know what to do. I want to encourage you to not allow the silence to make you believe that Jesus doesn't care. Don't allow the silence to make you believe that Jesus doesn't care. Okay. Um, I put that God's silence isn't an indication that he's not there, but our response to his silence is an indication of where we're at with God. One more time. In the silence, God's silence isn't an indication that he's not there. But our response to his silence is an indication to where we're at with God. When things get quiet, like when God is quiet or you're not sure what to do, but things start to get noisy around you, what is your response? Do you immediately go to a place in your soul where Jesus, God doesn't care about me because if he did, he would do this. He would have prevented this. Where are you going to? Where's the, where's your default at when there is silence from God, when you don't know what to do. We got to check that place because God here, watch G, at Jesus at the end. He turns after he silences the storm, he turns to them and say, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? Do you still have no faith? And in another version, you have little faith. And I love how Sarah Jakes Roberts broke this down. She said the little faith means brief, it meant brief faith mean faith for a little time meaning I'm good as long as God is talking to me I'm good as long as I see that God is that Jesus is awake in my life that he's doing things that he's giving me steps he's giving me order I'm good when I know what to do but when he is silent where am I going to in my soul see the silence will reveal where you're at with God and I'm gonna take it deeper something that God revealed to me, he's it revealed an idol in my heart, something that was putting over God. See, if we crumble at the sign of silence, if we feel like our, uh, our, we no longer have peace because we're not hearing from God. We have, God made me question. Well, no, really? Is it because you're not hearing the answers or is it me that you want? Because if it's me that you want, You, you should know that I'm here. I'm here with you. See the, the disciples, Jesus was still there, but that he wasn't responding, um, the way they thought he should. And so here I'm in a silent season and I'm not hearing God the way I used to, but God, God used that to reveal an idol in my heart that I was putting over him. And that idol was, um, I wanted to, I like knowing the right answers. I like knowing what to do. And he had to teach me whether you know what to do, whether I'm giving you all the answers, whether you know, um, what's coming or what's not your peace should be in me alone. See, this is how we have peace in the silence when it's not about, um, every word that's coming from God's mouth, but it's about God himself. When our peace is rooted in who God is and not in what he can give us, not even in the thing that he promised, because here Jesus says, Hey, let's go to the other side. That's a promise. Listen, we're going to the other side. So we have to be careful. If our peace is in well, he said, we're going to the other side. When things start to look like you're not going to the other side, you can begin to question and doubt. But when you know who Jesus is, when you know what God has said, when you know who he is, not just what he said, but when your peace is just in him, then it can look like whatever. Your faith is not just in the word he said, the faith is in him and him alone. That's what I want us to get, um, through the scripture. That's something that God had to teach me. He was like, listen, I can tell you the answers, but then the answers will become the thing that you seek more, uh, more from me than me, myself. And that's what I had been doing. I've been seeking God for answers, for the right steps. And really the reason why is because I was fearing making mistakes or doing things wrong. So I just want to, um, I want to, I want you to create a space um, this week where if you are, you feel like you have been questioning God or you're asking him for something, ask God to reveal this week. Is there an idol in my heart? Is there something I'm making more important than you? Is there something that I'm seeking after more than you? God, what do you want to show me? Reveal to me what is in my heart that may be an idol or that I may be trusting and leaning on out of fear versus just trusting and leaning on on you and believing your word. Because God wants us to not have a brief faith. He don't want it to be um, temporary. That's not that's not peace in him. That is again, we're going back to something conditional where as long as I have this, as long as I'm hearing this. And I know it, it can, this can sound kind of, you know, it can sound a little, um, odd because you're going to God, you're seeking him, but sometimes, and I, I I'm, I'm going to tell you, I read this scripture that kind of helped me help reve- reveal it is in Proverbs where it talks about, um, you know, men in their own eyes, their hearts are pure, but God is the one who knows the motives of their hearts. And that's when I question God, what is the motive of my heart? What is it that was, where do I, where do I may see myself pure? And I, and I'm really, I'm really not. And this is where he revealed, you know, to me this, this idol I had in my heart. So, um, so when I say create into an intimate space where you are going to God and, and asking him to reveal, okay, in this, in this place of where I'm not hearing you, God, is there a place in me, um, That is putting something else above you. Is there a place where I'm having brief faith where I'm, I'm feeling where I'm probably crumbling where I should be trusting you in. Okay. And so, um, yes. So Jesus sleeping in his silence, it revealed in the disciples that their faith was limited, that it was brief. Okay. And so, um, let's look at, I liked, um, I highlighted verse 40 in the passion translation. So let's read that then. So this is when Jesus turned, he says, then he turned to his disciples and said to them, why are you so afraid? Haven't you learned to trust yet? Haven't you learned to trust yet? Wow, man. Um, it's so funny that um, I realized, you know, Jesus didn't say, well, haven't you learned to speak to your situation, Haven't you learned to, speak to the storm or to, um, tell it to be quiet. Have you learned that you, that, that, um, that you can do this? So he, he, he didn't question them on, have you learned how to do something? He questioned them on the place in, in them that, um, was not leaning and trusting and depending on him. And sometimes as, um, human beings, we really want to be human doings. We always feel like there's something I'm not doing. There's something I'm I'm supposed to do. And probably because I'm not doing it, this is why this is not happening. And so it's so quick and easy for us to do um, the thing that we think we're supposed to do or ask God, what am I supposed to do? But I'm gonna tell you something that God told me. He said, if you would believe, if you would believe and trust in who I am, You'll do what you're supposed to do. If you would believe and trust and rely and depend on me alone, you'll automatically do what you're supposed to do. See, as human beings, we are. And I love how my, my pastor um puts this. She says, we're human. We are humans being Christ in this earth. Let's get our focus off what we're supposed to do. That's sometimes why we are, um, We are so frustrated and disturbed in our souls when we're when we're in a waiting season, season, when we're in a silent season, because we're we're, we want to do so bad when God is calling you deeper to trust him and believe him, because that is what's going to propel you into not only being who you're supposed to be, but then doing what you're supposed to do. We do. Because of who we are, you don't want to do from a place of fear, you want to do from a place of um, this temporary satisfaction, you want to do from a place of peace, you want to do what you're supposed to do from a place of believing and trusting in God. So, um, all right, so let's go on. So I'm just hitting you with a couple of nuggets from the scripture and things that, um, God has revealed, revealed to me, um, during, um, this silence that I had. And I put right here in the silence, keep your focus, your heart and your faith in what God already told you. And the way you do that is by staying in his word. It's about opening your heart up to this word daily to hear what God is saying and if you don't and, and here's my thing hearing what God is saying it doesn't always have to come from an audible voice and I have to come from something in your spirit just me simply reading that scripture and proverbs about you know in the eyes of man their hearts are pure but but to but um, but God knows the motivation of their heart that that right there that is God speaking. That's his word speaking to my soul. I didn't have to get this big revelation. I didn't have to get this big thing. I just read, read scripture and said, you know what? I'm going to act on this scripture and I, I'm going to, I'm going to come come to God with this. So I just say, um, if God has even already told you something, you know, he told the disciples, let's go to the other side. That was a partial instruction. That was a partial thing. He didn't give them all the details. He didn't say this, the storm is going to, going to, um, it's going to be raging. And then your friend's going to leave you. And then you're going to have to, um, um, drop out of school, but then you'll get back in it. God's not going to tell you every single detail of your life. There are some things he is going to be silent on and he may give you when it's necessary, when it's needed. Um, but we got to be able to trust the God who is saying, who is telling us what to do. We have to be able to trust the God who is giving us instruction, not tr- not trust and seek that instruction over him himself. There's this song. Um, and I don't know, I'm debating between if this should be the song for this week or not. Um, but it's by Natalie Grant. And it's called uh, More Than Anything. I believe it's More Than Anything. And she it says, help me want the healer more than the healing. Help me want the savior more than the saving. I mean, it's such a beautiful song and it really keeps things in perspective because it shows how sometimes we can want God's hands more than we want his face. We want to see the works of God than just seeing and being in his presence himself. And I'm going to say what I said last week. God alone is enough for you. God alone. Maybe you're waiting on healing, but Want the healer more than you want the healing. Yes, you can believe. Yes, you can receive the healing that's already afforded to you. But God, if I don't feel it in my body, I still want you more. Yes, I want my son saved. Yes, I want him to dedicate his life to you. But God, if I don't see it in my lifetime, I still want you more. You're still enough for me. Because that is where my peace comes from. That is when we can enter into the peace that God has given us the gift of peace that God has given us, because now it's about him and him alone, not about what he can do, not about every step and instruction, because then that's God. And that's where you find peace but God wants us to find peace in him. And sometimes he may have to reveal it in the season of your waiting in the season of being quiet, of being silent. God wants to talk to you. God wants you to know yourself. He wants your soul to be renewed. He wants your soul to be refreshed. So get into a position, get into a posture, an intimate place and ask God, what is it that I need to know about my heart that I think I know, but that you know. What is it that I may be keeping that I may be an idol? What is it that I'm wanting more than you, God? Where is it that I may be lacking some faith or, or, or where I'm my faith? The only goes is limited. Be open to what God has to say. Um, God is forever, um, evolving us and transforming us, um, into the image of his son. Okay. And so, um, one of the other things, and this may be one of the last things, I, I, uh, nuggets I have is in the silence, there will be distractions. Don't give them attention. Give God focus by confessing who he is. So distractions um, are sure to come along. They're going to come along. But our focus has to be and our mind has to continue to be stayed on. God and who he is um today I had um, a s- distraction I had a distracting thought and it triggered something in my soul and I was doing everything in my can it, I, everything I could to revert and say no that's not true no that's not true and I had to stop I was like uh uh-uh, wait, wait a minute wait a minute what if it is true then what I don't have peace I don't I said no 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 my God is a protector. He is my shield. He is my refuge. He keeps me safe. I had to confess who God is. So it didn't matter what the situation was or what the outcome would have been or what would have happened on that. It, do- it doesn't matter because of who God is. And I'm, let me tell you, the more I started reflecting and started confessing who God was, I started to feel safer and safer and safer. And I'm telling you, it got so overwhelming. I was bursting out in tears and just thanking God for just loving me so much that he is willing to, that he is able to even keep me safe and that he wants me to know that he's safe. I'm not knocking what God has promised you. I'm not knocking the vision that God is giving you dreams that he's giving you, but in times of, of storms in times of silence, Yes, you can remind yourself of what God promised you. You can say no, that's not going to happen. No. But let me tell you where peace comes from. It comes from keeping your mind on him, on who and who he is. If you're feeling threatened in a situation, if you're feeling um again that uh, afraid about something. You're feeling like you may not be safe. I'm not talking about um I'm not <laughs> I'm just saying safe in your soul. Um but you're feeling of afraid, remind yourself, wait, God is my refuge. He is my safe place. He keeps me safe. So no matter if this thing falls apart, I'm safe in his arms. Amen. Amen. So, um, the things I've learned through this, um, this silence is to, um, definitely seek God for who he is. Um, not to allow, um, idols of, um, what I can get from God, not to allow that to be an idol in my heart, but to, to continue to focus on who he is, even without those things and to be thankful and grateful, um, that I have God because he is enough. I also put that this silence, the silence that I learned that in the silence, it will reveal the places where I need to grow. Um, where I may be afraid and where I don't trust God. Um, It also, the silence taught me not to hear God one way. God wanted me to hear, not just hear him, but he wanted me to know him. Sometimes we're looking for him to hear him, but we got to just know he's in the boat. He's in, he's in our lives. He's in, he's in us. He's with us. He's walking with us. He wants me to get to a place. He wants you to get to a place that you know, that you know, that you know, that God is with you and that you are not alone. Okay. And so the meditation scripture for this week is Isaiah 26, verse three, Isaiah 26, verse three, and I will read that for you really quick. Isaiah 26, verse three. Sorry, I thought I could get here quicker. So it's verse three and actually verse four. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is the eternal rock. Don't you just notice here how it says who trust in you and who God is? It doesn't say who trust in what you said, who trust in what you do. Yes, we need to trust in what god says yes we need to trust in what he's able to do but we're only able to do that or should be able to trust in that is because of who god is so again you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you all whose thoughts are fixed on you trust in the lord always for the lord god is the eternal rock and the song i had um for you this week to also Um, use in your intimate time Um, I'm gonna give you two but one is um stayed on him by Tarion I I love that song I love it it helps me um it helps me remember to keep my mind stayed on you and it's pretty much a confession song like I will keep my mind stayed on you so it's called again stayed on him by Tarion and then I'm also going to put in more than anything by natalie grant more than anything all right so we're going to end right now with our confessions for the soul i pray you are blessed by this episode um and i would love to see you over on youtube in the comments if not you can um, follow me on my social media um, facebook is at refreshing the soul and instagram is at i am shawanda williams all right so let's just ready our heart and our mind and uh Confess these um, confess these confessions over um, our souls today all right repeat after me I will remain in perfect peace because I trust in you. I choose to keep my thoughts fixed on you and your truth alone I will not allow the silence, to keep me from trusting in you. I am not alone, for you are with me always. I am safe and cared for. You are my rock and my shield forever. Amen, amen, and amen.